The book of Judges chapter 2 tells us the story of how a particular place came to be called Bokim, which means the weeping. Isn't that an odd name for a place? Why was it named that? Let's find out together. So in Joshua chapter 2, we have this amazing story of a visit from an angel. Joshua chapter 2, verse 1, The angel of the Lord went up from Gilgal to Bochim, and he said to the Israelites, I brought you out of Egypt into this land that I swore to give your ancestors. I said I'd never break my covenant with you. For your part, your part of the covenant, you were not to make any covenants with the people living in this land. Instead, you were to destroy their altars. But you disobeyed my command. Why did you do this? So now I declare I will no longer drive out the people living in your land. There'll be thorns in your sides. Their gods will be a constant temptation to you. Now Israel, for their part, when the angel of the Lord finished speaking to all the Israelites, the people wept loudly. So they called the place Bochim, which means the weeping, and they offered sacrifices there to the Lord. Israel didn't do what God had asked them to do. He asked them to drive the other nations out completely so that their gods and their customs would not be a temptation to Israel in the future. Israel didn't do that, and as a result, they suffered the rest of their history. For a thousand years, they dealt with foreign gods. They dealt with other gods. What do we learn from this passage? Three things as we read through it stand out to me. First of all, God is jealous. God will not share us with anything. No other gods, no other um, foundational desires of our hearts. He wants to be everything that we need. God is a jealous God. The second thing that stands out to me is actions have consequences, and in this case, inactions have consequences. Israel was to drive out the people of the land. They chose instead to make covenants with them, pacts, and live side by side with them. We might think, well, isn't that a good thing to do? At this stage in Israel's life, definitely not, because Israel absorbed their culture, took their gods, and began to worship their gods. This was a problem for them. Right up through the exile, it wasn't until after the exile that Israel began to understand there are no other gods, only Jehovah. Now, the third thing that stands out to me, when the angel of the Lord told Israel what they have done, they cried. 
They were sad. They were heartbroken to realize what they had done. What that says to me is that there are two ways that a person can distance themselves from God. One way is a direct decision. I don't want to do this anymore, and you walk away. Very few people do that. The other way is through apathy, or for lack of a better term, laziness. Israel became lazy, told that they need to drive out the other nations that were living there. They chose instead to say, hey, you live there, we're going to live over here. It was just easier. The easier pathway is not always the best. In fact, very few times is it the best. Today, what is it that stands between you and God? What is it that causes you to distance yourself from God? I dare say it's probably not a decision to walk away. But have you gotten lazy? Have you stopped caring? You can distance yourself from God through apathy. And it's just as great a distance as if you decide to walk away. Look to God today. Do what you know you need to do. Spend time in prayer. Study His Word. Think about Him. Talk about Him. Draw back close to God. Be sure to click like or subscribe on the program you used to listen to this devotional. If you have any questions or comments, email me at randy at becomehope.com. I look forward to studying together with you tomorrow. Let's find out together.